G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. This podcast is made available by Vision Christian Media, thanks to the generosity of our supporters. Your donation today means great podcasts like this remain available to help people look to God daily. Please make your donation today at vision.org.au. When you pray for something over and over again and you wonder why your prayer is not answered in the affirmative, you ask, why is that? Well, here's one option, is you have an idol in your heart. Today on A New Beginning, Pastor Greg Laurie offers us practical help with our prayer lives, warning about idols that are a substitute for God. An idol is anyone or anything that takes the place of the true and living God in your life. That's why it can bring our prayer life to a halt. This is the day when the lost are found. a privilege. God invites us to pray with boldness. He invites us to seek, ask and knock. But sometimes our prayers can be derailed. Today on A New Beginning, Pastor Greg Laurie helps us to investigate those factors that can keep our prayers from reaching God's throne. We're in a practical series of lessons in the Gospel of Mark titled, The Gospel for Busy People. And today we'll see how to undergird our prayers with faith and with a proper attitude and respect for our God. a message for you with the title Amazing Faith and we're in Mark chapter 7. This woman had a problem. Her daughter was possessed by demons and she needed to get to Jesus and hell or high water would not stop her. She was the mother who would not give up. Let's read now from Mark chapter 7. I'm going to read verses 24 to 29 and by the way I'm reading from the New Living Translation. Then Jesus left Galilee and went north to the region of Tyre. He didn't want anyone to know what house he was staying in, but he couldn't keep it a secret. Right away a woman who had heard about him came and fell at his feet. Her little girl was possessed by an evil spirit and she begged him to cast out the demons from her daughter. Since she was a Gentile born in Syrian Phoenicia, Jesus told her, first I should feed the children, my own family, the Jews. It isn't right to take food from the children and throw it to the dogs. She said, well, that's true, Lord. But even the dogs under the table are allowed to eat the scraps that fall from the children's plates. <laughs> I love the response of Jesus. Good answer, he said. Now go home, for the demon has left your daughter. And when she arrived home, she found her little girl lying quietly in bed, and the demon was gone. Jesus knows this woman has amazing faith. Jesus wants to draw this faith out and he wants to put it on display so we can all learn from it. So he sort of puts up a hurdle, if you will, but he knows this woman can easily clear this hurdle. He knew she's going to be able to pass this test with flying colors. But sometimes it seems like God 
isn't listening to us. He always is. And he's not paying attention, but he is paying attention. I know the hardest response to accept is no response at all. But there may be something going on behind the scenes. In other words, when you pray, and you pray for something over and over again, and you wonder why your prayer is not answered in the affirmative, you ask, why is that? Well, here's one option. Maybe there's a spiritual battle raging that you know nothing about. Let me say that again. Your prayer may not be answered because there's a spiritual battle raging that you know nothing about. There's a fascinating story in Daniel chapter 10 where a mighty angel appears before the prophet Daniel. The angel says to Daniel, hey, your prayer has been heard by God. In fact, it was heard 21 days ago. (laughs) And I was dispatched from heaven with the answer to your prayer, but I was tripped up by a more powerful angel, fallen angel in this case, described as the prince of Persia. So the Lord had to send reinforcements and Michael, the archangel, came to my rescue. And here's the answer to your prayer. Everything about that, you prayed a prayer, it was heard in heaven, an answer was sent, and there's a spiritual battle among angels raging behind the scenes. Remember this, God's delays are not necessarily his denials. Keep praying. Another reason your prayer may not be answered in the affirmative is because there is unconfessed sin in your life. Psalm 66, 18 says, If I had not confessed the sin in my heart, the Lord would not have listened. In Isaiah 59, we read these words. Listen, the Lord is not too weak. He can't save you. Nor is he becoming deaf, so he can't hear you. Here's the problem. Your sins have cut you off from God. Because of your sin, he's turned away and will not listen anymore. It may be a sin in your past that has remained unconfessed and undealt with. Listen to this. God cannot forgive the sin you will not confess. Maybe it's a sin in your life right now you don't think is a sin. You've somehow rationalized it. I think it's a good idea for all believers to pray what the psalmist prayed in Psalm 139 when he said, search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Have you just paused before the Lord in prayer recently and said, Lord, if there's anything in my life that is displeasing to you, if there's any relationship I'm engaged in that dishonors you, if there's any pursuit I'm engaged in that is outside of your will, would you show that to me? I don't want any sin separating me from you. I think the Lord will hear that prayer. Another thing that may keep your prayers from being answered in the affirmative is you have an idol in your heart. Idols in our hearts cause God to refuse to listen to our prayers. Ezekiel 14.3 says, Son of man, these leaders have set up idols in their hearts. They have embraced things that lead them into sin. Why should I let them ask me anything? We think, wait, an idol? What do you mean an idol? We think of an idol as a little carved image, and it, of course, is that. (laughs) But it can be something else. An idol can be something you drive. An idol can be something you hold. An idol can be some passion you have in life that's more important to you than God. Listen to this. An idol, or a God with a small g, is anyone or anything that takes the place of the true and living God 
in your life. That's why we read in 1 John, little children, keep yourselves from idols. Uh, years ago I was leading a tour to Israel and we went in the footsteps of Paul. So we went to modern day Turkey uh, where the biblical Ephesus is and we saw that amazing city. And so the people of Ephesus worshiped the goddess Diana, a little carved image. It was a big deal to the people there. So as I was getting ready to give my message, I, I saw a little souvenir stand and they were actually selling these little Diana statues that the people used to worship. So I bought one because I was gonna use it as an illustration. So as I'm giving my message, I'm saying, this is what the people worshiped and how ridiculous this is. And I threw it to the ground and afterwards I threw it in my backpack and thought nothing of it. And then we got on a cruise ship because this cruise ship would take us from port to port. And I had two of my granddaughters with me, Lucy and Stella. And I'm sitting in my cabin with them and I see they're playing with the little idol, the little goddess, uh, Diana. And she's like a doll and they have her talking. I'm like, what? That's like an idol. Why do I have an idol in my room? And why are my granddaughters playing with an idol? So I said, girls, give that to me. And I, I left the room and went to the side of the boat and I threw it over into the ocean because I don't even want a technical idol in my life. But if we allow these other things to crowd out God, it can bring our prayer life to a halt. Well, thanks for joining us on A New Beginning Today with Pastor Greg Laurie from Harvest Ministries in California, USA. And we're discussing prayer today. Pastor Greg's providing some insight on why sometimes our prayers are answered and sometimes they're not. It's a study in Mark chapter 7. Let's continue. Here's another reason our prayers are not answered quite yet. Because God wants us to keep praying. He wants us to keep praying. And clearly that's the situation with this woman. Again, he did not erect these barriers to keep her away, but to draw her closer. Let's come back to what Jesus said. Look at verse 27. Hey, she says, uh, touch my demon-possessed daughter. He goes, um, first I need to feed the children. It is my own family, the Jews. It isn't right to take food from the children and throw it to the dogs. <laughs> what kind of thing is that to say? Let's understand it contextually. There's two words that could be used for dogs. One describes dirty roaming packs of dogs that live off garbage and dead animals. And by the way, there were a lot of those back in these days in Israel. I remember a number of years ago, I was in a third world country and I went for a run on the beach. That's when I used to run. I don't really run much anymore. I walked briskly, but I went for a run on the beach and all of a sudden, a couple of wild dogs started chasing me. I'll say this, I ran a lot faster. Maybe if I was chased by a wild dog again, I would run, but I ran a crazy wild dogs. That's not the word that Jesus uses. He uses a word that would refer to little puppies or family pets. It's sort of a an affectionate way to describe it. I mean, we love our dogs, especially the doodles, right? There's a lot of oodles and doodles and dogs today. There's a labradoodle and a this doodle and a that oodle, but these cute little dogs. And, and so Jesus is really saying, let me paraphrase, you know, it's not right to take the children's food and give it to the little puppies. She could have been offended by that, but I think she knew exactly what was going on. She could see the love in his eyes. She can see the little bit of a smile on his face. So she comes back with this classic response. Look at verse 28. That's true, Lord. But even the dogs under the table are allowed to eat the scraps 
from the children's plate. Hey, Lord, even some of your leftover power is more than enough for me. Guess what? That woman just passed the test with flying colors. Look at what Jesus says in verse 29. He says, good answer. Now go home for the demon has left your daughter. I think the disciples' jaws must have dropped to the ground. They're thinking, yeah, get this woman out of here. He, you don't want to help her. And, and he makes a statement to her and she responds again, what is going on here? And then he says, good answer. Your prayer is answered. Good answer. Isn't that great? Why this sudden transformation? He goes from ignoring her to answering her prayer. Answer, because of her persistence, tenacity, and commitment. The door is shut in her face and she just keeps knocking. She won't give up. She had an amazing faith and she would not go home without an answer. What an example for us to remember to keep praying for our children. Oh, you the devil whisper in your ear and he'll say, oh, it's too late for your kids. They'll never change. Don't listen to him. He's a liar and he's a father of lies. Keep praying for them. And by the way, you know you're praying according to the will of God when you're praying for someone to come to or come back to the Lord. You say, how do you know that, Greg? Because the Bible says God is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. It's the heart of God to see people come to him or come back to him. God loves these people and he wants to reach them and he wants to reach them for you. So our message is almost done. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au. 